1: So about Michael Jordan, how you go hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in.
0: Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today we got another good one. It's going to be the continuation of some short, heart hitting good takes on basketball games that we see every single day. There's one basketball game a day. We're going to have a podcast the day after. The basketball game we are talking about was Wednesday night, June 23rd. Atlanta Hawks beat the Milwaukee Bucks 116 to 113. I caught it. Was it. A great game. Yes, he did. <laughs> it's it's looking it's going to look really good. I'm going to let Chris go first here cuz he is the person that chose the Hawks in 7 and I chose the Milwaukee Bucks in 6. So, he might have a profit moment coming on later this week. We'll see. We'll find out. Let's see what let's see what he has to say, Mr. Mr. Mohammed. All righty. So
1: first I really want to go back and just say like why I chose the Atlanta Hawks to beat the Bucks. I chose the Atlanta right. Hawks to beat the Bucks because of their offensive firepower. Right. And when I, okay, so it's different levels for sure with the Nets and the Hawks, but they're very mm-hmm. similar teams and that they're just, they have a lot of offense, a lot, a lot of offense. And the Bucks mm-hmm. is, a, is a defensive team. So sometimes mm-hmm. offense can overcome defense. And I've seen that. Like I was wrong. I mean, I was right about the Bucks beating the Nets. Right. But I had it came to the other side because I was thinking like, okay, so if Kyrie and Harden stay healthy, then it's over. But they weren't healthy. Right. So it just came down to KD. Now
0: mm-hmm. as long as
1: Atlanta Hawks team and they're well coached, way better coached than the Bucks are. Yes. They are well coached. As long as they can yes. all stay healthy, it is a done deal for the Bucks. It is over with. It's OVOXO. It's no more because they just, they can't fight it. I mean, like mm-hmm. Giannis run, jump, dunk, kumpo is going to do what he does best, which is run, jump, and dunk. But I mean, like that can only do but so much, especially when you have a team full of stars. Who I mean, not a team full of stars, but a team full of young, hungry players who can create and fire and, fire, and get hot. And it's going to be a long night. It's going to be mm-hmm. a long night. It's going to be a long night. Yes, they didn't win in a convincing fashion, but they won in a convincing enough fashion because now the Bucs are like, right. wait a second. Now we might have to take this team serious. It's not going to be so easy to get to where we want to go. And Giannis will, I mean, like, I feel like, I don't even know. I, if Giannis could figure out how to hit a consistent mid-range, then it'd be over.
0: But yeah,
1: He's not there really yet. He, he's trying to be... LeBron, well, he needs to be more Kevin Garnett.
0: Yeah, but he's still having good numbers. I mean, thirty-four, twelve, and eight, uh, nine is pretty pretty phenomenal. So
1: Yeah, but we need consistent mid range. Like he wants to bring the ball up and do other things. Not mm-hmm. no. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you could be Kevin Garnett, you would be a better a more of an asset to your team being Kevin Garnett.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. A mid range would be really helpful to this game, at least. Very yeah.
1: very helpful. So I have yeah. the Hawks because I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I have the Hawks no, because good. just the offensive firepower. I mean, like like I said, it's the levels to this nets. I mean, they're definitely not the Nets, but they're the closest thing to it.
0: Yes. Yeah. I I, I can see what you're saying. You know what's crazy is this game I, I took so much from this game. For starters, Trey Yaga is a bad dude. Throwing Great. off an alley-oop off the backboard for John Collins the dunk? Dude, he did that on Me. purpose. Yeah, right. That was ridiculous. And then the little behind-the-back hezy the, and then go baseline on Pat Coninson Oh, my gosh. He, is just, he has a swag level that is absolutely ridiculous. Uh one of the biggest problems that I said coming into this playoffs, Chris, I said you might you will be right if the Bucs are in drop coverage. Where is Brooke Lopez at in the pick and roll? He's guarding the basket. This is this is the flaw when you play against Trey Young and you give him Trey Young, give him pick and rolls. With the center at the basket, I don't care if it's Giannis guarding him. I don't care if it's Drew Holiday guarding him. I don't care if it's Michael Jordan come back from his prime when he gets screened and rolled by the person screening him, and then Trey Young gets the ground. He's gonna get good looks all game. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happened. You literally played the Trey Young strength just because you wanted to be stingy. I mean, mm-hmm. even when they had Bobby Portis in a center, he wasn't he wasn't dropped as, fast as far as Brook Brooke Lopez, but he was below the free throw line. Yeah. So, I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous, but one thing that they did that's kind of scared me from the Atlanta Hawks winning in the last three minutes, they went to a Giannis at the center lineup and defensively, Trey Young didn't really attack Giannis. So I, I don't know if that matchup is something they don't like. So if they do decide to go small. And go put Giannis at the five, they could to solve a lot of their problems that they saw during the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like guys that really definitely need a shout out from this game is a. Uh, I feel like Kevin Herter had a really good game, even though his yeah. stats aren't going to be really amazing. Having him as like a secondary pick and roll guy when they were kind of blitzing Trey is really, really helpful. And, you know, that's something that people really won't. Because he doesn't look like a really explosive guy. He looks like the type of person you you see him on the court. You're like three point shooter, but he he sneaks up on you with more skill than what you think. I mean, it's just like Trey Young did drop a 48 point game. Clint Capella had a great game, Mm -hmm. getting 19 rebounds. I mean, he was didn't doing a great job guarding Giannis. He's a good matchup for Giannis because he has really good foot speech from the center position, and so does Aneko Angaku, which is his backup. Um, I did see them do this thing where they were kind of like off ball, and PJ Tucker would scream for Giannis and get Quinn Capella switched on Danilo Garonari, and Giannis would kind of catch the ball and expose Danilo Garlinari. I was worried if that was going to continue happening in the game, but I think Nate and adjusted that switch and just uh kind of took that away, which is really positive because Giannis is going to beat Danilo Garonari every time off the ball. Exactly. I mean, it's going to come down to. Um, is Mike Budenholzer a Steve Kerr-level coach? And that's, yeah. what, that's what I mean by this. Steve Kerr, when he adjusted to the Cleveland Cavaliers, they came up with that death lineup. You remember that? Yeah. Andre Godala, uh, What's his name? Draymond Harrison-Barnes. Yep. And then Kerr, Clay Thompson and Curry. Yep. You know, go small ball, force teams to adjust to you. Their Tristan Thompson's not a great post scorer, So you can get away with having dream on green at the five, right? Mm-hmm. Well, is Budenholzer going to be able to adjust? Then Mike Budenholzer comes in this season says, okay, this year we're going to play drop coverage still in the pick and roll. We have Brooke Lopez and Giannis Antetokounmpo. We have great interior forces. We want to stop anybody from shooting anywhere close to the basket. Okay, that's going to work for the regular season. We'll do whatever on offense. Mm-hmm. He has his plans. That's his. That's his plans heading into the season. He hasn't really shifted away from that at all during the playoffs. You will not win this series if you do not shift. If mm-hmm. Mike Budenholzer does not adjust, then they're going to lose. And a scary thing was, I was watching him do the third quarter interview heading into the fourth quarter. He mm-hmm. was talking about the things that they need to work on. He talked. Oh, we gotta hit the boards more. Uh, we gotta make it tougher for Trey Young. Like, dude, Trey Young's dropping 36 on your head within three quarters. You gotta think about the fact that you have a center acting like you're playing against Michael Jordan? I mean, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> you have him guarding the rim, bro. Like what? What are you doing? I, I just if he's gonna be that stingy, he needs fired for real. Yeah, the job needs taken away because if he's going to be that stingy, he's not going to be able to lead them to win. The Lina Hawks should not beat the Bucks, in my opinion. Also, the something interesting I saw with the Lina Hawks was they didn't, they didn't really, they didn't build a wall against Giannis. I wonder if they're going to do that going forward or not. But it was kind of like, okay, we're going to let Giannis get his thirty to thirty eight, but we're not going to let all the role player three point shooters that can't do anything without Giannis creating open shots for them get off and I you know maybe that's the way they're gonna attack this series and you know we'll see what works as uh time goes on here but you know it, it was it was definitely conflicting of the styles too because you saw Drew Hall all day and PJ Tucker try to rough up Trey Young what do you mm-hmm. do every single time he get in that shoot and he flopped and got two free throws like I mean that, that guy dangerous. right oh my gosh this floater is really dangerous but he is the answer to tough defense because when you play really tough and you, the defenders creating contact it makes it very easy for these highly advanced offensive players to draw fouls. Yep. You know what I mean? Steph Curry James Harden, Trey young. They're all in the same category. They all have the same gift and skill. So, I mean, if you want to let Trey young beat you, you know, keep on playing the same defense the whole time, you know, good luck. But uh, if you want to win a series, then adjust, but, I don't know. I we this this guy has shown us year after year that he's very sting like stringent, and stingy. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll see what happens. Also, Bogdan looks a little looks like whatever his I think he had a knee injury. It doesn't really look the same yet. Hopefully he'll be able to get back. So Yeah. Yeah, that's my that's my take. I had a lot to say. I, I really was thinking about it so much. So what do you what do you have to say? I feel like you really just summed it up, but
1: let me just throw mm. in my couple cents in. So a okay, couple, couple quick takeaways from the game for me is that mm-hmm. when Trey Young needs to pick his shots a little bit better. Yes. Um, For instance, at the end of the game, mm-hmm. he threw up a lot of threes that mm-hmm. he didn't have to throw up, and they and it was a right. close game. He's trying to put the game away, but he threw up a lot of threes that he didn't have to throw up, and they mm-hmm. almost lost the game because of that. But then right. he luckily got fouled with the floater afterwards, turned into an N1. He didn't miss none of his free throws, you know, so he saved the game, but he threw mm-hmm. up a lot of threes that didn't have to be thrown up. Like, he just, like, mm-hmm. he came up to court, three, miss, three, right. miss, three, miss. And then remember, they went around the horn, and finally John Collins hit the three. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you just got to pick your shots better, definitely in this type of series, because how close it was, it just took Giannis coming down one time. Hmm. Um, and then another good thing I want to, that's one thing bad about Trey Young that I got to throw out there. One thing about Giannis that I was not expecting was that he hit his clutch free throws.
0: Yeah, he did hit them. Yeah. He hit his
1: clutch free throws. Trey Young hit his clutch free throws. Ben Simmons is his clutch free throws. He's out of the playoffs. I had to throw Ben Simmons in there <laughs> because you know I got to hate. Um,
0: <laughs> Check out our last podcast. We're going to hear uh, Chris talk about him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah they all hit their clutch free throws so that's a good that's a good upside um just Trayon just has to pick his shots a little bit better like i really yeah. honestly think that you said everything that needed to be said i just had to put that out there like he just has to pick his shots better he will shoot them out of a game
0: yeah you're totally right i i think he might have like gotten a little too oh i'm dropping so many points on the board i just want to Keep it going, and I think you're definitely right. They did. He shot the Bucks back into the game. Yeah. I was expecting them to kind of like pull away late. When I, I, saw them like five minutes way up, and I was like, "Do they just control the way to the finish?" And then you you wake up, and it's like, "Oh, the Bucks are by five Like, what is going on right now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Giannis actually Giannis actually really had one of the best games I've ever seen him play. Offensively, he was really attacking the basket and playing with force and. He wasn't really letting anybody off the hook. So, you know, that that's good. I don't really feel like you can expect any more from Giannis, but uh Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday combination. I feel like I feel like I feel like people should always add their scores together. Mm-hmm. Because neither you can't count for either one of them to drop twenty two a night, right? They're not that kind of guys. They're yeah. really streaky. So like One of them, one night's going to kind of go off, and I feel like that's pretty normal. So I'm not going to hate too hard on Chris Middleton, not shooting well from the floor, but, you know, I kind of would have wished he shot 23 shots and made six. So I kind of wish that he would have felt, okay. I'm not making that many today. Maybe I'll attack the basket and try to get some free throws or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's just. What is what is Mike Booneholzer gonna do? Because you just gave Atlanta Hawks home court advantage, and they have a home court advantage there in Atlanta. So it's gonna be really interesting to see what adjustments they're gonna make. What what adjustments do you think they're gonna make?
1: If they're smart, they would go small and let Giannis hmm. play center. Because, like mm-hmm. you said, like there were some times in there where it looked like you know, Trey Young might have been a little bit afraid to go and attack Giannis. Like he's like he was mm-hmm. attacking everybody else. Um, and plus, like, come on now, you're the best player on the team on the Atlanta Hawks team is Trey Young, right? Honestly, yes. The best player on the Milwaukee Bucks just so happened to be all team first defense. I mean, all I mean, all first defensive team. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not going to take that challenge. I mean, like, that's not your job. But if you down low, that's where he's getting his points at. He's hitting these floaters. When he gets up there, you have to guard him. You have to defend at a high level. So if they want to win, they have to lock down Trey Young somehow, some way.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. So Drew Holiday has to do his part. And then if he can't, Giannis has to step up. Not necessarily yeah. guarding him as a point guard to center, because, no, that's not that's bad matchup. But I'm saying is when he gets down low, if he get, if he goes downhill, you have
0: to be there. Yeah. I feel like having him in drop coverage would be a lot harder. Well, Still, Trey Young's going to find a way to explode drop coverages. You can't can't give him a 48-point game. You know what I mean? They basically gave him an historic night. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like if you said, okay, we're playing Michael Jordan tonight. We're just going to play really close to him. Mm -hmm. Like all night and no help defense. You give him the lane. That's basically what you did. Like Michael Jordan, let's say in 1989, Michael Jordan, if you and me, you regular human beings, got really close to the athletic freak of nature that is Michael Jordan. Yeah. He's beating us and he's dropping like 60. Like you're that's basically what on, the, the bugs did. But- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no, no. oh, on us for real. Yeah. But I guess, I guess players from that era, let's throw a Jude Dumar's. Well, Joe Dumers is a good defender for the Pistons. Yeah, you tell Joe Dumars you're going to get as close to Michael Jordan as possible. You have no help defense. It's basically one on one. Good luck. MJ is dropping sixty. Like yeah. That's what this this is like. This is how stupid. Like you should not like as you're an NBA head coach, Chris. He's an NBA head coach. He should know before game one to not let Trey. Young, right? Get wide open shots from the three point line to the Florida area. It's not that mind blowing. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Geez. <laughs> that's true. He Maybe might. he thought it. <laughs> Maybe he thought he was playing Ben Simmons. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right.
1: I think he, of. Hey, listen, listen, you might be right. If they don't win this, and this is, you know, listen, he's been the coach for a while. He might end up being fired if they don't win. Oh. Because yeah, that guy. he's doing the same things. The coaches know. They show him in a film. Like, look, you see that right there? Expose that. And that's exactly what's been <laughs> <He> happening. <is.
0: laughs> that's exactly he what's does. happening. Yes, yes. Really in the film room, crazy. like you see him under the basket,
1: expose him. That's what he's <laughs> doing. He
0: just gave him game one over that. Right. He's oh, like, now we just got to do this dude. for three more
1: games, guys. Just keep it for three <laughs> more games.
0: <laughs> like well, The Lada Hawks burn Mike Boolenhorst's tape so he can't notice it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
1: Oh, no. And then you got a. Mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, the Bucks break down defensively. They let Yan. Gian- they let Trey Young do a whole shimmy and take his Ooh,
0: breath. Dude was just sweat. That 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 guy. I think Luca might be the better player, but Trey Young has more swag like Honestly, bro yeah. <laughs> that guy has like kobe bryant level i'm gonna fuck with you mentally he's on yeah. that kind of level type shit like he's, he's yeah he's up there yeah we we love you know, as a fan of basketball yeah you gotta love that
1: yeah the <laughs> <a> whole shimmy <laughs> he had so much time like what happens to a defense <laughs> They didn't think he's gonna knock it down like
0: <laughs>
1: i was just like he gonna shoot the ball it's like to play twenty one.
0: <laughs> I know, <laughs> playing thirty three, shooting free throws. I know, bro. He he did him dirty. He did them yeah. dirty. All right, so this is going to be the uh, end of this podcast. We want to keep it short today. Uh, this is going to be a recurring theme. We're going to have a lot of these ten minute to twenty minute podcasts talking about the games, giving you guys some hard, good uh, basketball takes. We definitely want to keep things short. We also just reached 10 pod first 10 podcasts released today. So that's really huge for us. So if you're a listener, thank you for all your listens, all the downloads, all the people hitting us up in the DM. So we appreciate that a lot. And uh, this is going to be the end here. So I'm Jason Collins and I'm Chris Muhammad. And we're the basketball addicts. Peace.